Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 445, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send me the questions, and I answer them for you. Remember, I want this to be a space where I can bust myths for you. I want you to be able to ask me questions about maybe things you have heard that I can hopefully tell you the truth about, and as often as possible, I rely on the most recent research data to back up what I'm saying. And when I don't, I usually preface everything with, in my opinion. So again, I want this to be a space where you can find out the truth. And as you'll soon hear, today's question has a lot of myths around it. So let's jump right in, hear today's question as we optimize your life. Hi, this is Kirsten calling from New Mexico. I'm a big fan of all the optimal health shows, Optimal Living Daily. It's great to listen to while I'm driving to and from work. Uh, My question is for Dr. Neal in Optimal Health Daily, and I was wondering if you can talk about the difference between watching your macros and counting calories when you're trying to either lose weight or maintain weight. Um, It seems that they seem kind of similar to me, so if you can discuss, that would be great. Thank you. Thank you for your question, Kirsten. Around the same time you asked me this question, Another caller asked one very similar. So all the signs were telling me that I needed to address this issue of macros and counting calories sooner rather than later. I wanna start by saying, don't confuse this topic with the macrobiotic diet. That's something completely different. So the term macros is actually just an abbreviation for the word macronutrients. Now don't let these big scientific sounding words fool you. We just like to sound smart sometimes, so health professionals like to use these fancy words. If we break macronutrients down, the word macro or macros is just Greek for large. So the term macronutrients just means large nutrients, or basically nutrients we need in large amounts each day. And it turns out the nutrients we need in large amounts are the ones you're probably really familiar with, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. 
So these three nutrients are the ones we need to consume in large amounts each day, macronutrients. In fact, most health agencies recommend that about 50% of your calories each day should come from carbohydrates, about 25% from protein, and about 25% from healthy fats. Oh, and in case you're wondering, there is such a thing as micronutrients. The prefix micro means small. So these are nutrients we need in small amounts each day. These would be your vitamins and minerals. And for those that really want to sound fancy, you may call them electrolytes. It all means the same thing. Okay, so when someone says, I'm counting my macros, that just means that they're tracking what percentage of their calories come from the three macronutrients, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. So back to your question, Kirsten. If you were to track your macros, is that basically the same thing as tracking your calories? Well, here's why, to me, It's essentially the same thing. Let's use carbohydrates as an example. When we look at how many calories come from most carbohydrate-rich foods, we find that on average, they contain about four calories per gram. Now let's try and make sense of this. Imagine a food that's high in carbohydrates. Take bread, for example. Imagine you had a slice of bread sitting in front of you and you pulled off a piece that measured one gram exactly. If you can't picture this, I don't blame you. We're not used to the metric system in the US. So I'll help you out. It would basically be a small corner off of that slice of bread. So in that small corner or in that one gram that you just tore off, we say that it would contain about four calories. So if you were to imagine that whole slice of bread now, remember, we just tore off one little gram. If we were to use this same rule of four calories per gram, we could estimate that in that entire slice of bread, it would contain about 90 to 100 calories. This is because most slices of bread contain about 15 grams of carbohydrate. So I just did some simple math. Most slices of bread nowadays are about 25 grams. So four times 25, about 100 calories. Now you could use the same rule for any carbohydrate-rich food. Let's use potatoes as an example. If you had one gram of, let's say, mashed potatoes sitting in front of you, again, that wouldn't be much. We could estimate that there are four calories in that one gram mound of mashed potatoes. What we found is that we can use the same rule for other macronutrients. Protein-rich foods, for example, also contain about four calories per gram. So let's say you had one gram of steak on your plate in front of you. It'd be basically like this tiny little square. That one gram of steak would contain about four calories. Fat, like oils, are calorie rich. So the rule with fats is they have nine calories per gram. So if you have one gram of oil, which again isn't much, we could estimate that it contains about nine calories in it. So let me try and give you a real life example to help explain why to me counting macros is similar to counting calories. Remember how I said fat contains nine calories per gram on average? It contains more than twice as many calories as carbs and protein. It was for this very reason that in the 1980s, low-fat diets were all the rage. Why? Well, the thinking was that if you cut back on the most calorie-laden nutrient, fat, you would automatically cut your total calorie intake for the day. Basically, each time you avoided fat, you would save yourself nine calories per gram, and that adds up fast. Imagine, if you avoid 10 grams of fat today, you would save yourself... Did you do the math already in your head? You guessed it, 90 calories. Saving yourself 90 calories per day 
just by skipping the oil-based salad dressing, let's say, would add up fast and could lead to weight loss if followed consistently over time. So by simply going on a low-fat diet, folks were basically watching how much of one macronutrient, fat, they were consuming. To put it another way, they were counting macros. They just focused their attention on one macro, fat. So by counting all of your macros, not just fat, but carbs and protein as well, you basically end up counting calories. Oh, and P.S., the low-fat diet craze of the 1980s didn't work so well. Avoiding fat left people really hungry, and many ended up substituting carbohydrates for fat in their diet because they were so hungry, which led to an increase in cardiovascular disease and type 2 diabetes. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you again for the question, Kirsten. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book from us. Now that happens on the first of the month, which is in just two days. So if you wanna be in the raffle, send me a question. Just come by oldpodcast.com. Once you're in and on the main site, there's a red bar along the side of the page that you can click on and record right from your computer's microphone. It's really easy and you can even play back your message and do retakes before sending it in. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61 I love ohd Both methods are in this episode's description, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. And make sure to ask me a question before the first of the month to be in the next raffle. All right, I thank you again for listening. Thank you for your continued support. I hope you have a wonderful baseball-filled weekend, and I'll see you here on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, And together, we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.